Welcome everyone to today's devotion. We're in 2 Thessalonians 1, and 2 Thessalonians is really all about uh, the end times. Um, now, when I say that, uh, our mind goes to um, um, charts and timelines. Okay, this is going to happen, and this is going to happen, so you got to watch for these things, and here are the signs, and all that sort of stuff. Well, um, that's not what's happened in 2 Thessalonians. 2 Thessalonians is, is again, uh, Paul's early letter, written shortly after the first one, uh, writing to the church to encourage them to persevere through suffering, uh, and, and he's dealing with some theological issues, uh, but he's, he's, he's pushing them to, to consider um, the hope they have in the return of Christ. So in these uh, pastoral practical issues, he's pointing them to look to the return of Christ. So there's some specificity um, here, but um, um, uh, we, we have to be careful uh, with, with some, some of what we do with the end times. Right? Um, and so uh, chapter 1 is, is very short. It's only 12 verses, so we'll read most of it. Verse 3 says, uh, We ought to always give thanks to God for you, brothers, as is right, because your faith is growing abundantly, and the love of every one of you for one another is increasing. Therefore we ourselves boast about you in the churches of God for your steadfastness and faith in all your persecutions and in afflictions that you are enduring. So here we have a standard uh, a beginning of, of Paul's letter. He often begins with, I think my God always for you, sort of, sort of language. You get them in greeting cards uh, if you're from day spring all the time. Um, but notice uh, what is he is thankful here for. That, that's, that's the part I always find fascinating. Um, their, their faith is growing, right, as, as a pastor uh, reading a pastor here, I, I really get that, that they're growing in faith, that they their love for others is increasing. He talked about that some in First Thessalonians. Um, and they are steadfast in their faith amid persecution and, and affliction. So, so those three things, they are growing in faith, they are growing in love, and they continue to persevere through their afflictions. Right, and in a nutshell, I would say that that's exactly what a pastor is looking for. Uh, you 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 grow in your faith, you grow in love for 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 one another, and you persevere through any and all trying times. Well, that really sets the stage for for what he says here. He says, "Yes, I understand that though your faith is under salt, though uh, loving your your neighbor involves loving the people who seek to eradicate you. Uh, don't forget how radical the love of God is." Um, and, 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 and there, there's that persecution. So, so how do we live in light of that? And one of the things Paul says is, uh, uh, await with anticipation the return of Christ. Uh, there we will find liberty, um, final victory. It says, verse 5, This is evidence of the righteous judgment of God, that you may be considered worthy of the kingdom of God, for which you are also suffering. Since indeed God considers it just to repay with afflictions those who afflict you and to grant relief to you who are afflicted as well as to us when the Lord Jesus is revealed from heaven with his mighty angels. Um, so notice here Paul mentions in light of their current situation two areas where um, uh, the return of Christ uh, provides um, a great, great comfort to them. One is at the return of Christ, uh, the guilty will be judged, right? And so justice will uh, rain down. Now, this is this is a, a major point for Christianity and why the return of Christ and the ultimate judgment day of God is so important. In that we believe that though we should pursue justice here, 
ultimate justice will not be realized until the return of Christ. And, and we, we wrestle with that tension here. So, so though we may have debates about justice and criminality and punishment and all that sort of stuff, those, those debates are important and good and should be ongoing uh, with, with uh, Bible open. At the same time, we, we realize uh, there is no human justice that will be ultimate justice. Uh, we see this often, don't we, when it comes to the family members of, uh, say, murder victims, right? Um, and so after a, a case is tried or even after someone may be executed, uh, the family, uh, the surviving family will, will ask, well, uh, does, does, this, does this bring peace? And then they'll say, well, uh, we, we understand the role that justice plays here, that there, will, there won't be any other victims of this, this, this person. But it doesn't bring our loved one back, and that's what we want. Well, what, what we have there is, is a cry for ultimate justice. And, and we believe that the return of Christ brings with it ultimate justice. Doug Wilson, in his uh, Letter to a Christian Nation uh, book, uh, which is a response to Sam Harris's atheism, makes the point that if you deny Judgment Day, you're denying the reality of ultimate justice, that, that all the wrongs will be made right. He says, when you deny that, what, what, what then you're pushing back is all the things we claim to be wrong now aren't really wrong. So why would a tyrant uh, uh, change his ways if there is no ultimate justice? If he is the arbitrary of justice here on earth, then all we have is power and the pursuit of power, which is really the direction we're going as, as a nation. Well, the other reason uh, the return of Christ is, is important is because um, relief. He says it there, verse 7, to grant relief to you who are afflicted so, so what we see is final victory, that, that the trials and tribulations of this age will come to an end. It will be done away with, and, and there will be relief. Um, no doubt you've, you've, you've sat by the bedside of a loved one, and, and they have suffered for many years from cancer, Alzheimer's, whatever it might be. And, and as they take that last breath, there, there is a deep sadness. Here's someone you have loved and cared for for many years. There's also the sense of, um, of, of, of understanding that their suffering is over. And so people in that situation will say, uh, it's bittersweet. It's bitter because we want our loved one. But it's sweet in the sense that their suffering is over. Um, and uh, uh, Paul speaks uh, or uses similar imagery here. He describes Jesus coming with his mighty angels. Verse 8, in flaming fire, inflicting vengeance on those who do not know God and those who do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. And then he adds, they will suffer the punishment of eternal destruction away from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his might when he comes on that day to be glorified in his saints and to be marveled at among all who have believed because our testimony to you was believed. So again, this is, this is a good summary. So Christ will return. Uh, this is anticipated in the prophets um, and, and is uh, prophesied by Jesus himself. In Revelation, we get Im this imagery of Jesus on a white horse um, and, and a mighty army coming down with him. Uh, he's, he, he's got a, a sword, uh, but it's, it proceeds from his mouth. So, so we'll get the revelation. Uh, I believe next week we'll, we'll start... Um, Revelation, if not the week after that. So, great way to uh, end the year, I guess, looking at the uh, end of the world. But um, um, 
here he's given us a picture of that, that Christ will come with great victory and he will right all of the wrong. And so he'll add there, verse 11, to this end, we always pray for you. So, so if, if, if that is the truth, that that is going to happen, um, your response should be that of prayer. As Paul prays for you, uh, he prays that, that we will continue to grow in the faith, grow in love, and continue to persevere in affliction. That is important, especially amid coronavirus pandemic. And as these cases increase, may we grow in our faith, not waste the opportunity God has given us. May we grow in love because our communities need it desperately, the love of Jesus. And may we persevere through these trying times. Hope to see you guys here tomorrow.